0: We're running late and I hadn't done the intro.
1: Yeah, but that's uh, Ben's problem. Oh, is it? Is it really? Mm-hmm. Enjoy this episode of Hack the Dino. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, it's us, the, the dino people are here for you in your time of need. That's right, I'm Ben Rosenthal, one of your co-hosts of this very show, Hack the Dino, where we discuss video games from the past, the present, the future, and all the time periods in between. One of my co-hosts is sitting right beside me. His name is Floppy. Floppy, hello. say hello.
2: Hello, Floppy. Oh, God. I heard you like that joke.
1: No. Anyway, <laughs> Floppy's Xbox's biggest fan. It's true. It is true. He's also a gaming anthropologist. And we have someone else sitting with us as well, but not with us, but, you know, with us in our heart and also just in the next room. It's our very own Millennial Falcon, Braden Dixon. I'm feeling a little flat today. (laughs) (laughs) How long long did it take you to think of that one?
0: Uh, About four seconds before
1: I hit the button. (laughs) Brilliant. I love it. For the podcast listeners... Brayden's a cute little animated person right now.
2: And by animated, you mean still a still picture. It's still
0: PNG. It's a PNG. He's from Papua New
1: Guinea. That's right. Brayden uh, is from there now. Uh, Anyway, we've got a a show for you planned uh, that will go uh, flawlessly if this (laughs) intro is anything to go by. (laughs) Sort of planned. Uh, But before that, uh, a little bit about our socials. You can check out all the hard work that our social media wizard... uh, Oh, what is he? Anto! Anto I, I, I was trying to make a joke. Anto, you're not here. Why isn't Anto here in in the chat?
2: That's a good idea. Five. I mean, a good. Oh, he's oh, <laughs> Anto. Oh, my God. Hey, Anto is in the chat. <laughs> our timing. social media you're wizard. we say our ex social media <laughs> wizard. <laughs>
1: So you can head over to HackTheDino.com where all of our links are. You can even be watching this live on HackTheDino.com. That's right. It has that ability now. But also has the links to our YouTube. which at YouTube.com backslash HackTheDino. All our Instagrams, all our Facebooks, and everything else HackTheDino related. HackTheDino.com. But we've got some things to discuss. And paramount amongst them is what you've been playing, Floppy. Ooh,
2: I've been playing something different. Really? Uh, yep, different to what I was playing last time. Oh,
3: look at you, to <laughs> uh, <Mr>. Spare Time.
2: <laughs> nah, just stopped playing the big games. Uh, I picked up Little Nightmares, something that I picked up at launch. Uh, I picked up a collector's edition at launch, a, coll- a collector's li- edition at launch. I was streaming it the other night for, the- thank you to the guys that were in the uh I like the, the, stream.
1: Uh, the lighting motif you got there. It's very, uh, candlelight and...
2: No, I just had the kitchen light on and not the laundry
1: one. <laughs> Quite spooky.
2: A little bit spooky. Well, you know, it fit the atmosphere. I've uh, been playing Little Nightmares. There you go. It's a little. Uh, I want to call it 2D, but it's like a two and a 2. half. 2.5D. 2. Point, I knew you loved 2.5D. Uh, incredibly atmospheric, very creepy little platformer. Mm. Uh, as someone in the yeah Anto was saying at the time getting Caroline vibes it's very very cool it's very very minimalistic in the fact that there is no tutorial Mm -hmm. there's not much to do you figure it out as you go along Mm -hmm. Uh, it's only a short game I think I I finished it the other day in about all up probably about four hours Um, but I loved it and I'm going to go back and get collectibles and unlock some extra DLC Uh,
1: so this is on PS5
2: I was playing this on PS5 yes you can also get it on Switch and Xbox and PC and everything
1: Is this going to be something you think you'll
2: platinum? I don't know if I'll platinum because I know, I'm pretty sure one of the trophies is to do it in under an hour and no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I believe the fastest um, speed run of this was 41 minutes.
3: Oh, wow. That's pretty good.
2: Yeah. um but it's really it's very, very cool. The artistic sort of style that they've they've jumped on this uh is awesome. I love it. They went for quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Um and it shows and it's paid off, man. It's so good.
1: And what did you think of uh the little monster? Who do you think the little monster is or the little nightmare Six. Is? Six, six, which is the six young is character her name. we didn't see on the screen.
2: Uh yeah. I mean, I guess we refer to her as a her, but she's never given a gender. That's I true, guess. actually. We should not um, be But yeah, six is the name of the character. Uh, I don't really know where sixes has come from uh, without revealing too much of the story because the story is there to you you uncover it as you mm. um, as you play along visually and orderly it doesn't actually spell it out for you. You kind of have to make it up for yourself as you go along with the, the things that are happening in the game. Um, there's no voiceovers there's no narration there's no nothing like that. It's just from what you pick up from wandering around and looking at stuff. I hmm. What was the creepiest part?
1: Let's let's go. Oh, dude,
2: the guests. The guests. Yeah, so there are four main. uh, I guess you'd call them bosses. Mm -hmm. There's uh, chef, the janitor, the twin cooks, the guests, guests, and the lady. Yep, and that happens over five levels. Mm -hmm. I guess you would call them. Mm -hmm. Yes, Uh, the guests are by far the creepiest. They're they're just crawling after you. Grotesque and um, just yeah, quite scary. Spoiler alert: they eat children. Yep. I wasn't gonna say it, but yeah. Yeah, well. They are obsessed. Do. They are in this place called the Moor, mm-hmm. which is like a, a almost like a floating iceberg type
1: it's a floating creation. Island. A boat island.
2: Yeah. And oh that's the jail, man. That's so terrifying. I got caught. Um, and it gets filled with people that like to eat meat.
1: Mm. Children meat. Mm. The best kind of meat. Like processed I've children heard. meat. Yeah. Uh, so, you, you, when you, you think you're going to go back and try and get some trophies, um, uh, well, on next stream or I am going to. So, I didn't finish it
2: on stream, but I will probably go back and finish it on stream. I think. Yep. Yeah, because I it was really good, and it's. Oh. Uh, and now that I've finished it myself, I could probably breeze through a bit quicker. Yep. Because um, it's not terribly complicated. You just, there's a little bit of timing involved, a little bit, of, little tiny bit of puzzle solving, but nothing too uh a little strenuous. bit of stealth? A little bit of stealth. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a stealth game. It's a be careful game. Right. So <laughs> like like. staring that
0: guy right in the eye just now. Yeah. <laughs> he's
2: blind. Uh, he's the, the janitor. Uh, I, janitor. I assume that janitor. he can see. Oops. Uh, but he's got, yeah, he's got bandages over his eyes and incredibly long arms.
0: Yeah, I was finding that incredibly disturbing watching this.
2: Oh, you, and you should hear it with the, uh, the sounds that go on as well. It's just, they've done a, such a great job with the feeling of the game.
0: Yuck.
1: Yeah, he, he'd be really good going into a butcher store. Funny that. Because, no, no, um, like, if it was a really high intense situation with these, these long arms, the stakes wouldn't be too high. Yeah, well, you can do the your, your dad joke. I'm going to throw some in there as My well. My dad
2: joke wasn't five minutes long.
1: <laughs> you know what else isn't five minutes long? The uh, new DLC for Pokemon Snap. <laughs> oh, oof. Uh, no, I've, I played it a bit because uh, I knew the DLC was coming out uh, well, last week, I think. Uh, haven't actually finished this game yet. Whoops. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I didn't actually get to play any of the DLC, uh, but from all and purposes, uh, I don't even know if that was a saying. I think I messed that up. I was reading at the same time. It's for all intents and purposes. What did I say? For all the tents and purposes. That's something <laughs> the that's a camping related. For all the tents, everyone. It's a camping related phrase. So yeah, you go into that tree, you become little, little small person and you go uh, cruising around on the back of some Pokemon to take some photos. And then there's two extra ones. And basically Pokemon Snap being a puzzle game is just really fun. I've purposely not read any spoilers on how to access certain Pokemon, Pokemon or anything like that. Um, and yeah, just uh, still a really fun game. I still highly recommend everyone play it. Uh, did you pick this up, Floppy?
2: I did. I didn't play much of it because I just uh, I was, was not in the mood for it at the time. Right. But I've got it sitting at home. Did you say it was a puzzle game? It's basically a puzzle game. I thought it was like
1: it's a photography it? game, but yeah, you're on rails, to, right? Yeah, you're on rails, um, but like the levels change, you level up and as you level up, the Pokemon do slightly different things in okay. the area, uh, and then you've got a day cycle and a night cycle. Uh, where different Pokemon come in. And you have to do things like throw apples to get Pokemon to come out of the bushes in order to eat them. Yeah, okay. You have to throw some uh, luminous balls at uh, crystals to make uh, everything glow, which opens up other pathways. You can go alternate pathways, which other Pokemon come out. You play a, a, a pipe to make other Pokemon wake up and do a dance. or um, yeah. And then you get uh, different scores for the different pitches that you take. Yeah, So yeah, um, I got that much. I never
0: needed to see a Torterra from that angle. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, you did. I don't know what that is.
1: Uh, yeah, just a really cool, fun game. Um, having not finished it yet, there's a lot more exploring for me to do, uh, and I just really love it. I think it's great. Uh, great game. Great successor to the... Uh, uh, original version. Game Boy Dad in the chat has said it's like Time Crisis. It
2: it <laughs> like an on rail shooter. Kind of not. I guess you're shooting. Do but... you um? Do you revisit all the areas? Yes. Yeah. You you can revisit
1: them whenever you want. So it's a it's a Pokemon Souls like.
3: <laughs> yeah. Souls-like. Yeah. It, it's
1: definitely a Souls like. I would say. A hundred percent. Um. Another game I've been playing. No surprise is I have ever since. You, Anto, and I started playing Fortnite doubles and trios just in our spare time and just fun. grinding. I have I've become obsessed with it again, like more so. You uh, have, dude. I'm I... currently on level 166. <laughs> Madman. <laughs> uh, I have not played it as much as I've been playing it the past month. Um, the new season is cool; it's fun. But uh, yeah, uh, I managed to go to the the Rift Tour concert. Oh, uh, was that the Ariana? Yeah, the Ariana Grande one. Uh, this isn't it. This is PlayStation Grenade. That's uh, where I get a lot of my Fortnite lore and info So was from. it
2: actually just a concert? That you could just hang out and It was watch a live a event, so
1: we're seeing it here. Uh, basically, how they tied it into the storyline is that the aliens that are invading kidnapped everyone. And what they're going through here, we can see the swirling pipe and memories popping up, is mm. them scanning our memories in order to understand the island better. But it was just an excuse to have some cool little mini-games. So the bit after this, there's music playing in the background. Yeah. Uh, and you go into like a, uh, a city surfer type, uh, wave race type game, right. mini-game. Okay. And you're playing this live and there's like a soundtrack playing over the top. That's you, awesome. You collect these speed orbs and everything. It doesn't mean anything. doesn't do anything. But then if you go to the next scene, Braden, if Yo. you can skip forward a little bit, um, Wolfmother kicks in. What? Yeah. Wolfmother? Oh, uh, not this one here. Skip forward. Uh, I was going seeing... to... Wolfmother? Yeah, this uh, one. Which the famous
2: band did they rip off this time? What? <laughs> Van Halen. Oh,
1: um, might as well Wolf pump. Mother. Yeah. Yeah. So it fades out to black here. Uh, they spent too much money in.
0: on Ariana Grande? <laughs> <laughs> they had to go with Wolfmother.
1: Um, and then we've got a, a flying scene here where the Storm King makes his return. He was here last year for the... Um, Uh, October Halloween special that they always do every year. And you stole a ship from Crimson Skies. Yeah, and you're basically just doing a shmup against the uh, Storm King. Uh, And Wolfmother's playing here. I forget which song it is, but...
0: um, Wait, I need to hear this. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Uh, And then from there, you go straight into the Ariana Grande concert. And just like they have done with previous concepts, they just completely mess with your idea of um, reality. Uh, there's even so this is Ariana Grande now arriving. She touches down on the planet and she's a she's a big Ariana Grande, which I think she's in in the real world is like five foot one or something. She's tiny. She's a, <laughs> she's a little. Five foot one's look so little. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you skip towards the end, Braden, there's almost an MC Escher uh, type. Uh, so this whole time she's singing. God, her this songs. looks like
0: such a trip. <laughs> it is.
1: It is. So there she is swinging in the background, which I think is a callback to one of her clips. But go even further, Braden. Having like mad and, and she's, flashbacks. yeah, walking up a staircase. And as she walks up these staircases, oh you take God. these warp tunnels and go to a different area. And you're at a different angle. And this giant Ariana oh, is just walking okay. up. Yeah. This is terrifying. Yeah, but it was really cool. So you're interacting throughout this whole thing. And, you know, you can jump off the edge and it just spawns you back so you don't miss out. Uh, Then she gets a hammer and smashes it through the the glass roof, which is again another callback to one of her music videos. Anyway, it was really well put together, and apparently it has reinvigorated uh, Fortnite for a lot of people. Like, they've suddenly got uh, people back playing, because they've all become obsessed with it. I feel like she's
2: about to reveal that she's Gozer. (laughs)
1: Um, For you young people. That was from Ghostbusters.
0: I got that one.
1: Oh, good. Uh, Braden's been doing his homework (laughs) yeah so it was just a really successful really cool Uh, I'm an old man I don't particularly like pop music by the young peoples but this was fun it was great to be a part of Um, and I'm looking forward to the next event Um, just while we're talking about Fortnite uh, there isn't enough here to include it in the news but I just wanted to bring up two quick things Uh, firstly do you remember a while ago they had um, a rumour that Peter Griffin was coming to Fortnite Oh God. Uh, I read just before that that was uh, the Fortnite dev team putting stuff in for the data miners to troll them. <laughs> ah, that's so cool. That's never going to happen. That's cool. <laughs> they did it to oh. troll them all.
2: <laughs> Screw you, data miners sucked
1: in. That's like be when, surprised.
0: Uh, that's like when studios give different people different information so you can find where the leak came from. Yep. Oh, yep. that's good.
1: Uh, and also, data miners have found that there is going to be an open world RPG addition to Fortnite. Or have so they? Whoa. New... Oh. Well, there's been actual footage and it's been rumored for a while so oh, it'll yeah. be like um save the world is like a separate mm-hmm. game then you got battle royale and then this will be a, another separate game where it's a massive uh, i think the map's eight times bigger than what it is and it ties into the storyline that'll be at the end of this chapter or this season uh where you play jonesy and you go out in an open world rpg with a team of three other people uh and explore the island and, and do quests and you can uh you know uh boost up and and make your your jonesy however you want it to, and I'll obviously buy costumes and everything. Uh, but it's, yeah, them just, again, trying something else, something different, which is what I love about Fortnite. They're always trying something different. Have you ever played the Save the World mode? No. No, I haven't. Me neither. Has
2: anyone, If anyone in the chat's played it, tell me if it's worthwhile trying.
1: Well, I mean, you can get it now, like, they have packs where mm. you can buy a costume and get V-Bucks and they throw it in now. Because oh, okay. it's pretty much you know, it'll, doesn't it'll, it'll go free to play soon. People don't even realise it's a thing now. Yeah, but it's basically a tower defense game. Oh, okay. So, that that's really cool. Cool. Anyway, Braden, what have you been doing lately? I've been playing absolute. I still moved
0: and emoted with my face, even though no one can see it. Like, <laughs> it's the I, thought that counts. I, I like, no did a big, like, move, and then I was like, oh, that was useless. Um... I have played absolutely zero video games. Uni's back, work's been crazy, and I'm house sitting at my grandparents' house, so I don't have any consoles.
1: Wow. Do you Ooh. even so, have the internet?
0: I <laughs> I do thankfully have the
2: internet, which is nice. And a really big like stockpot on the oven. Oh, yeah, I've
0: cooked up, I've cooked up so many nice meals.
1: Do you have a wireless?
0: But oh yeah, we've got the
2: wireless. <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah it's been, uh, it's been fun for me um, I wanted to play more Avengers before this Black Panther thing comes out but uh,
1: do you have crippling scurvy
0: <laughs> yeah I don't have enough vitamin C um, but yeah that's literally that's literally my entire existence has been uni work and work and work and work free comic book day tomorrow come to green light oh it is too mm. oh, oh smokes. is
1: that tomorrow yeah you, you guys Right and we have to talk I need yeah, you, you, you to say, uh, you guys uh, uh, you. put some stuff aside for it's me Fine. No, I just I like out free out. stuff
0: <laughs> this floppy's just out for anything
1: yeah. Speaking of being out for anything, uh, Ni- <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo. Will, will just put anything on their system, including good indie games, which is what we got a glimpse at during the week when Nintendo held an Indie World, or Nindies. Uh, they had showed 19 games, and I thought I'd pick out some of the standouts to have a wee bit of a chat about. Now, uh, I'm under the impression that neither of my co-hosts have done their job and actually watched the uh, Direct. None I'd like to
2: be surprised here, so I did it on purpose.
1: Yep, and Brayden, what's your pathetic excuse?
2: Uh, I don't um, use mine. Uh, I damn it! I just said I
0: had. You the don't have the home. wireless
1: at your grandparents' house. I was going
0: to say, I definitely. I, I didn't hear it over the AM radio. <laughs> <laughs> they have too busy it. yelling at the talkback <laughs> radio. They didn't do a
1: broadcast. Um, all right. So first one, straight off, straight off the uh, old proverbial bat was Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Uh, it is a jet set radio inspired action game, overflying with oh. style and funky beats. If jetpacks weren't enough for you, apparently, there are skateboards too. It's coming to Switch and Steam in 2022 by Team Reptile, and it is a timed console exclusive. That looks awesome. It looks pretty rad. I grabbed this because I thought it might be up uh, Braden's alley.
0: I was going to say, that looks that looks cool as hell. That looks so much
1: fun. So it's basically a, a skating gang war. oh yeah. You, you claim territory by putting up graffiti. And Hell you traverse yeah. by uh, going on jetpacks and skateboards. That's
2: amazing. It's like the it's the Tony Hawk one where you had to trick over things to do the biggest trick to claim a yeah to claim a... a, 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 a I've just forgotten English. Yeah,
3: it's yes, fun.
1: Good. I understand what you're talking about. Cool. This, this does look fun. It does look very very fun. I That's like the uh, the the artistry. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Uh, really really cool. Looking forward to that one. Uh, this next one is probably my pick of the whole. Uh, Kit Kaboodle thing that happened. him uh, a photographic adventure where you travel around a top-down world and pull up your camera to camera to get a new perspective on things. One Set second,
0: to... I'm just finding the footage because the link you put in was the same one for the last one. Good,
1: <laughs> good. Uh, Glad that I did that.
3: Uh,
1: so yeah, no surprises. It's a uh, a puzzle game where you take photos in order to solve um, NPCs uh, requests and and mysteries. But it looks super fun. Yeah. Oh, my
0: God, yes. This one looks adorable.
1: Have you seen some of this one, bro? Yeah,
0: I think they showed it off uh, possibly at the the Wholesome Games, whatever it was. Yes. I think it might have been in that. Yep. But I love everything it's serving. It's awesome.
1: What was really funny, uh, it was by the dev team called Something We Made, and I believe they're Icelandic or something. Ooh. Uh, So they had an interview with them, and they spoke in their their native tongue uh, and with subtitles. Uh, then I found another video from uh, one of the events where they announced it. And they had the same two devs talking about it, but they're in their studio. They speak perfect English. <laughs> that's perfect, cool. Like, even without an accent. I thought,
0: what, what's going on here?
1: That's um, awesome. Part of me thinks that maybe Nintendo were just sort of wanting to show the worldliness. of Yeah. Because uh, yeah. every, every dev here... Multiculturalism. Yeah, yeah, came from a, a different country. And I think that was a really nice touch. Yeah, that's great. Like, yeah, uh, just, and I'm just sure. showing... I'm sure they appreciate being able to speak in their their home tongue. Yeah, Finnish. There we are. Thank you, Triple Indy. Triple Indy said Captain Toad meets Pokemon Snap, and he's also said that uh, they are Finnish from Finland. Finland, Finland, Finland. A place where I want the Nani Python fans. No, okay. Moving on. Loop Hero, a unique world-building roguelike, which became an instant favorite when it arrived on PC, is now set to debut on Switch in time for Holidays 2021. Uh, this looks really, really cool. It's by Devolve Digital. Uh, craft adventures for the hero to explore. It's a strategy game. Uh, I thought this looked really, really cool. What do you think, Floppy?
2: Uh, it looks like the kind of thing that I dig. Like, I really like that sort of retro style vibe and stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I'm, what kind of gameplay is it? So basically, you get these cards that are, create paths. It's like, and you create the dungeon. Oh, uh, so it's a, like a tile laying game. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. in video game form. Yeah. Oh, yeah uh, and so all the uh, the fights, I believe, I don't know. I assume that the fights are automatic. And yeah, you, you just place the tiles and try and get them in and around the... Uh, yeah, the the definitely threat. give that a crack. I
0: believe you're on the money with that. That sounds right. Um, I have heard very good things about this game. Um, one of the podcasts that I listened to, The Besties, they uh, couldn't stop talking about it for an entire episode at one point when they were meant to be talking about a different game. Um, So that's how good it is, apparently.
1: So it's out on PC now, but it will be out at the end of 2021. (laughs) Uh, The next game I was taken with, all I've written in the notes here is Brayden Game! (laughs) Uh, So Brayden hasn't seen this yet. We'll see how well I know our co-host.
0: Okay, well, from the initial art style of this screen, (laughs) I'm interested.
1: (laughs) Okay, so as you hit play, I'll just read out what it is. Garden Story is a cute action-adventure game about exploring dungeons Helping villagers oh. and doing all of it as a grape with a sword. Oh my god,
0: look at all of them. Oh my god, they're so cute. Uh,
1: it is out on Switch today and is a timed Switch exclusive. So these are the cutscenes. Uh, yeah, here's the gameplay. <laughs> there you go, Braden. This is what I just thought oh this my god. streamed you. Yeah, that looks adorable. I actually think I might get this for Parker. How cute. I get Stardew Valley vibes. It's, yeah.
0: like, it's like Stardew meets Pokemon meets Zelda meets. Just sort of Animal Crossing vibe.
1: Yep, I, I I'm really tempted to play Dude, it. Now. How Frog. cute! Yeah, little great. Is that a beetroot? The designs are adorable. <sighs> what what a lovely game!
0: That is wholesome as hell.
1: And the next game's also very wholesome. Little game that uh, <laughs> floppy had a look at as well. It's called Boyfriend Dungeon. You can't Sorry. wait for this. I love like and Boyfriend Sweet. Dungeon. Have you heard of this, Braden? No. <laughs> okay, so basically, one line pitch. Uh, you're you're in a dungeon crawler. <laughs> oh
0: my god! It's The Bachelor.
1: You date. <laughs> you take your sword on dates.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> you
1: date your sword. You date your weapons. Oh they turn god. into to hunky looking people, and you take them on dates. And as you take them on dates and get all flirty and, and closer with them, the sword levels up, and then you go on another. <laughs> <laughs> Another dungeon. It's a dungeon crawler dating sim. So, if there's
2: one thing I love, it's making sweet, sweet love to inanimate objects that I eviscerate people with.
1: So
0: basically, uh, the like someone saw a comment on a gameplay of Hades saying, "God, I just wish you could date them," and they went, <laughs> "And they went, and okay, they, they misconstrued it entirely." Yep. Oh bless. This looks hilarious.
1: Man, look at them. <laughs> that the pocket brass you Should not be dating a cat. Oh my gosh! That's yeah, hilarious. so apparently this is uh, on Game Pass right now.
2: That's so funny.
1: So I, I may yeah. or
2: may not rock up in deals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I will be playing this. I think, especially. I'm you know definitely Pass. gonna
2: have a crack at it. That's hilarious. Who the only other to... the only other dating sim I've ever played was Had Boyfriend. The pigeon one. Yeah.
0: I want the two of you to play it because uh, you liked Hades. I want the two of you to play it and I want you to uh, not tell each other who you guys dated. And then when you come on the show next, you can be like, okay, three, two, one, and see if you say the same person. Oh, All right. we can yeah. Do that.
1: Yep. Yep. That's, a- that's our yep, mission. Done.
0: I'm, I'm very interested to see the results of that. I'm a little nervous.
1: The only uh, other dating sim I've played was uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. Which, Wasn't uh, that a really weird one? Yeah, that went... I, I played up until the, I guess, the end of the first romance, and then went, screamed, and, and I don't want to spoil it, but mm. everyone should play Doki Doki Literature Club. It's, it's not what it seems at all. Okay. But at the end, oh my goodness.
0: Sorry, can I draw attention to the sentence on screen right now?
1: Uh, don't tickle my hilt.
3: Yeah,
0: she's a sword. I'm pulling a face, but you can't tell. Yeah,
1: you, you look rather happy. I
2: reckon it looked pretty much like the animated picture of your face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking oh, of weird. faces, Axiom Verge 2 is out today on PS4, PC, and Switch. Uh, builds on uh, one of the best modern Metroidvanias with a whole extra dimension to explore. I believe it's a prequel from the original Axiom Verge. I never played Axiom Verge. I also did not play Axiom Verge, but I'm kind of feeling like I should have. Uh, Braden.
2: No clue. It looks pretty cool though.
1: Yeah, I'm not a Metroidvania fan. Uh, truth be told. I'm not really into those games. Uh, I find them frustrating. (laughs) Like, yeah. Did you ever try Hollow Knight? Yes, yes. Uh, we, we... Jasmine's good friends with the Hollow Knight people. Yeah, I really dig the Hollow... Dug the Hollow Knight. Uh, that looked like a Death Star. They had the Death Star in it. Yeah. Um, speaking of knights, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon is out. Now, we've all played uh Shovel Knight which is again a Metroidvania uh Pocket Dungeon will bring our unlikely hero to the realm of action puzzle games with more than 10 playable characters local multiplayer and some serious style this winter so instead of your uh your platforming Metroidvania type uh quest you are playing a Doki a, docu- uh, a uh, Poi Mario Poi Party? T- no no, Puyo Tetris type game.
3: Okay. Uh
1: yeah, it's um it's something but I do love the art.
0: That's an interesting turn for the franchise. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, how many Shovel Knight games and expansions have they made? Like fifty. Yeah. Honestly, I guess it's time logo. to try something different. Fair. I mean, you, you can only get so much money. God, from that one idea.
0: That logo is strange. Just the way. It, Just that with that. Oh, it makes my, my eyes hurt. Really.
1: Yeah, it's strange. It's weird. Must be the glasses. Looks alright to me. Uh,
0: it's it's one of those things where I can't tell if this part is on top or the wall. No,
1: it's clearly on top. That's oh, like no, a I dice. Get, I, no, I get yeah, what you no, mean. Whether seeing what I mean now as well. You mean right. whether it's
2: convex or concave. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's,
0: it's one of those like eye trick things. You can force yourself to see it either if way. You,
2: if, you, if you let your eyes relax, you'll see a yacht.
1: <laughs> Schooner.
0: That's a person.
2: No, no. A boat, not a... Glass.
1: A schooner is a sailboat, stupid head.
3: I, I was quoting Morats. I because... couldn't remember the actual line from yeah. Morats. Okay, thank you. have uh, so, you, know, you ever heard, heard of
0: Morats? I've heard of it. Uh, that reference flew over my head. That kid
1: it? is on the escalator again. Stan Lee's in it, Braden. He's in it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. A
2: great little monologue.
1: A little cameo. God damn. Talks about how... Um, <laughs> Peter took Gwen Stacy uh, lingerie shopping Oh, and then the Green Goblin showed up and Pumpkin, Pumpkin bombed the hell out of the place just pumped him <laughs> yeah, well. well well if you've read Sins Past that's not uh... Braden have you read Sins Past? not yet maybe okay. in 15 years spoiler alert Gwen Stacy banged Norman Osborn and had kids well that happened you really put a dampener on things don't you yeah I do
0: who was the writer on that run?
1: Uh, ben J. Michael Straczynski
0: uh, Jay,
1: you need to talk to someone. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't received very well. Anyway, uh, something Glenn. that will be received well is Metal Slug Tactics. Yeah, I love Metal. I don't like tactic games, but I love Metal Slug because the art is just brilliant, wonderful, uh, fantastic. Um, so Metal Slug Tactics transforms the iconic side-scrolling shooter into a full fat. What the hell? Uh, game. Factictics. I'm reading the press release that Nintendo put out, and I don't understand what they've <laughs> written there. Uh, game featuring the characters and weapons you remember. It's now added to uh, add switch to its list of platforms and confirmed to 2022 release date. Look at this game. Like the cutscenes look fantastic alone. I'd,
2: I'd watch the anime, an anime of the cutscenes.
1: But look at the the game itself. Like you... it's your, uh, I guess your XCOM type tactics game. Um, you, you've got squares you can move and, and heroes you can attack within those uh, areas. Man, awesome. Amazing. Full Fat Tactics? Full Fat Tactics. I don't know, maybe Triple Indy can explain what that is. Anyway, and lastly, Eastward. Eastward? Eastward. Eastward. I knew I was going to mess that up when I wrote it. Yeah. Eastward? Eastward. Eastward. Uh, eastward. Eastward gets extra weird, extra fast, as you explore a near-apocalyptic pixel art world with a pair of unlikely travelling companions. It's coming to Switch on September 16 as a timed console exclusive. This game actually reminds me a lot of Zombie. A- Zombies Ate My Neighbours. Anyone play that?
2: Well, Braden, wouldn't have...
1: No. You never played Zombies Ate My Neighbours?
2: No, I knew about it, but I never had the opportunity.
1: Uh, Braden, if we skip forward a little bit, um, we'll be able to see there... Uh, Basically a top-down, type one uh, run and run-and-gun-type game. Ooh, that uh, sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I, I like the uh, the art, obviously, because it's all pixel art, and I'm a big sucker for good old pixel art. Uh, but yeah, Look, looks fun. Looks uh, like a fun time for all. Cool. What was that, Aang? <laughs> Do you know what isn't a fun time for all? Well, at least a fun time for me. Watching the latest Guardians of the Galaxy cutscene. Uh, did you guys watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we if we're talking about the same thing, the story trailer. Not the story trailer, the one that came out again with uh, where they meet Lady Hellbender. Yeah. You watched that?
2: Yeah. What did you think?
1: I it looked great. Yeah. Yeah. Why's that? I can't wait to play the story. I think it looks funny. Okay. Uh, but what about this trailer? This cutscene grabbed you. Uh, I mean, I I
2: know you're trying to you, you pull in something, you, you are going to pick on something. I'm not sure what it was. I think it was a wonderfully adequate cutscene.
1: Right. Um, Braden, did you
0: see this? I did. I love this monster. The monster I thought was the coolest part. Um, I I think it was an an interesting slice to choose to share. Yeah. I think I think they really should have just stuck with the the story montage trailer that they already had. Yep. And because they, they, they did this with also a, like a de- developer diary type thing with it. And I think you could have just done a little developer diary mm. and like maybe used some shots from it. I thought it was an interesting choice to just share the entire tra- like scene.
1: So what threw me a little bit, and I understand it's, it's not complete, but they're showing a slice of the game. So we have to sort of look at it from an objective or subjective point of view. Um, to me, the character animations looked a bit stiff. Like, they didn't seem to be flowing naturally at all. Um, I didn't find any of the dialogue particularly funny. And what really bothered me about the whole thing is, obviously, you've got uh, Lady Hellbender talking and and flirting with Drax. Drax realizing that she's flirting with him and that maybe he should take the lead. And then as Star-Lord, because that's who you're playing in this game, you have the option to tell Drax to sort of let him take the lead or let Drax keep flirting and see where they get. Uh, and the player who was playing chose, I'll let Drax take the lead and and just Peter Quill stand back. And then Drax sort of said one or two lines, and then it awkwardly just transitioned to what I assume would be if Peter Quill took the lead. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, And it just completely took me out of any kind of, you know... It took me out of it, basically. Like, they said there's all these branching paths and whatnot, and, I mean, it already... Looked kind of stilted and, and fake and plastic, uh, and then to have have them sort of spell out that no matter what decision you make, they're going to force you back onto the critical path.
2: See, that's a selling point for me. Really? Yeah, because I don't want seven endings. Really? Just, nah. want,
0: just want the conversational differences. I
2: want the com- I want. I want the same ending. I want. Them, I want to end up where they want me to end up, but I'd like to be able to get there with whatever humor or sort of emotion carries it along. Like so I, can make this, I can make the story. It's like a choose your own adventure. You're going to get to the same ending. It just well, depends you know, on how you get there.
1: Because choose your own adventure. You, you might you die. can have different endings, yeah.
2: But uh, I don't want a different ending because I don't want to have to play the thing a number of times just to get different endings and have to really think about what did I do last time? What did I do this time? What can I do to change the path? I want to get to the same ending but maybe get there a little differently and have a different story that's been told or, or different emotions or a different conversation than, say,
1: you had. Mm. Brayden, what do you think?
0: I am interested and I will be buying and playing this game because I want to support, you know, actually doing single player shit. Um, I, I, I really don't want another games as a service type thing. Um, so I will be picking it up and getting it. I think it was an interesting choice to have it linger and sit on the choice being on screen for as long as it does mm-hmm. in this because they just sit with it for a while And it's just this, it becomes this really awkward silence for like easily 10 seconds. Yep. When it's like in the actual game, you're going to quickly read them and then make the, like it's on screen now. You can easily see what it says. It comes along with the whole thing. They're still choosing the animation between them waiting is just awkward. And then finally they do it. I thought the, like the humor of Drax not being able to read people properly came across well. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just interested to see more from this game later. And I, I think it was a weird choice to take this out as a,
1: I thought it was a really weird choice to, as a, what do they call
0: it? Not a C section. What do they call it? A vertical slice? Vertical slice.
1: No, C section works. (laughs) Uh, speaking of C sections. Oh God. Oh God. Uh, we got a cutscene of a canceled Duke Nukem game. Well, uh, basically a, a trailer for Duke Nukem Begins, a planned revival of the Shooter franchise, and we can see it on screen now. Uh, it was going to be originally a reboot for the entire series. Um, Duke Nukem Begins was ultimately cancelled due to the ongoing legal issues surrounding the series at the time. Uh, so in 2015, Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford revealed that the <laughs> development... What? Just laughing at him lighting his cigar with a burning hand. Oh, I thought you were laughing at Randy Pitchford. <laughs> no, <Alan>. no, Sorry. <laughs> See, I think we uh, laugh at very different things, (laughs) both equally as immature. Mm -hmm. Uh, Randy Pitchford (laughs) revealed that (laughs) development had begun on the new game in the Duke Nukem series, but two years after that, a Gearbox employee claimed that development had stalled, and Gearbox wasn't keen to revisit the now-dormant franchise, Um, probably for a good reason. I don't know if you remember the Duke Nukem 3D games at all, but they're not Exactly kosher and they're the current, not p c no in, in the current day, there are some really cool gameplay aspects which I don't know if they've been used in in this in other shooters mm. um, but yeah, cloning himself to have a four player multiplayer go in uh the l- point and click of, of the dual shotguns like being able to uh, aim with two sticks I'm assuming yeah uh yeah it's probably skip past this bit Braden. Like, okay yeah uh, that, that's what I, I mean did,
2: that is a bit of a staple of the June. you can. Of the modern times. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever play the original Junior Game Game where It was just platformer? Yes, I did.
1: That was on my shareware. Games. I was talking about shareware with someone the other day. Yeah. Man, I want to get some of those shareware discs again. They were great. They were so Braden, good. Braden, do you know what shareware is? Um, Kind of? What, what do you understand it to be?
0: Like, it is literally just like... Like, wouldn't you just hand around like a floppy disk that would have like stuff that you would then just copy
1: over? Basically, yeah, you could... You got CDs or discs... Um, and you could get them at the news agency, like right, on, on yeah. front of magazines, and they'd be uh, floppy disks with a game or CDs with like 50 games. And it's like the first level of each game. Mm,
0: that's cool. And
1: you play, like, you play the first game, and then you you send money, and they give you a code and it'll unlock the whole game. Okay, that's um, cool. But then, of course, people cracked those codes uh, <laughs> very, very quickly, and you got the game for free. So Wolfenstein 3D, I've never paid for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doom was the same. You could you know, you put the cheats in and work it all. But it was a really, really cool idea. Um, and I miss those games. Like, Commander Keen all came on them. Oh, Commander um, Keen was great. Uh, you play it now, and it's probably one of those games that's best left in the past. Was
2: Commander Keen, Jute Nukem? What else was there that I had?
1: Um, In Jute Nukem 3D, if you're keen, you can play it on the Switch. It's currently on their store. Is it? Yeah, as well as some of the Commander Keens are on there as well.
2: I have not played that thing in over two decades. I wonder how it's held up.
1: Right. I used to... You remember Blood? It was another one of these Duke Nukem Doom-type clothes. Um, But the thing I liked about that... Oh, that's one thing I liked about this. Jazz Jackrabbit, We just saw it in the uh, trailer here. Duke Nukem uh, got one of the the pig bosses or pig henchmen and like blew his brains out but ripped off his arm and then used his arm as a weapon then put the arm on his back like a shotgun or a club to take with him later. Little things like that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're pretty funny. Um, So I I don't think we're going to see any more Duke Nukem. I think he's probably done for a Look, while. Look, I don't think we need to. <laughs> no, I think we've sort of reached the apex of that yeah. uh, character.
0: If if you're a, if you're someone sitting at home and you're like, I disagree. I want more Duke Nukem. Um, I have a wonderful recommendation for you. Go listen to that one episode of Story Break. Um, oh yeah, where they do the Duke Nukem movie. Yep. Because oh my god, it's hilarious. The best
1: part of that episode, someone animated it as well, Braden.
0: Yes, yes, I've seen that. It's so good. Um, oh, should we spoil it? Oh, uh, Now nah, we won't spoil it. I want I people to go check it out. Okay, they can go check it out. They just finished their Jar Jar Binks movie.
1: They did, I haven't listened to that yet. Hail to one. the King, baby. Did you listen to Dungeons and That's my and favorite Daddies? Jar Jar Binks joke. Just completely aside, and a personal conversation I have with Brayden after yes. the show. Yeah, have you listened to Dungeons and Daddies? Uh, week, not Braden? the most recent one. Not the most recent one? No. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, Dungeons and Daddies is a podcast we listen to, D&D podcast. Um, basically, the DM. Anthony Birch tweeted the other day in big capital letters. I saw the tweet. They fucked me, and that's all he said. <laughs> yeah. As in, they screwed him over. Uh, and then listening to this episode, yep, brilliant. Anyway, let, let's talk about other people. <laughs> oh, these people are so good, though. All right, uh, quick abandon update. We all remember Abandon. Uh, they didn't release the trailer, but there was a leak of the trailer. Braden, play it now. We can see the leaked trailer that has just come out.
2: Yeah, the amount of stuff that we've had on this show about abandoned I still don't know what it is. Yeah, well, neither does I, anyone I, else. I don't get it.
0: it. Floppy, it's shareware.
2: <laughs> All right. So describe what you can see
1: now, Floppy, for the... Uh, uh, I can see
2: attending. what looks like a creepy forest. There's some bones hanging from, you know, uh, leafless trees. little rock could be used as an altar, I guess. A mm-hmm. creepy cottage with some smoke coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a witch's garden. Mm-hmm. I don't... Uh, <laughs> Rick
1: Astley. Did they Rick Roll us? <laughs> you got Rick Rolled, my friend. <laughs> so, there Did was that no developers new... rickroll? No, they didn't. There was something someone's put together to make it look like it. And Rickrolled people who were eagerly awaiting the abandoned trailer, which didn't come out again.
3: Oh, that's so, actually
1: fantastic. so cool. <laughs> um, so it was announced that this uh, app that would have the interactive trailer was supposed to come out on in June. And then it was delayed <laughs> until August 11th. Uh, After two hours of missing its deadline, Hassan Karaman at Blue Box Game, who's sort of like being the figurehead, announced that technical difficulties were making it impossible to post the app. So it still hasn't come out. Uh, There was an update on August 12th. Um, So uh, in the Twitter post, uh, Hassan said they're still working to resolve the issue so they can deliver a highly polished product and a good representation of the game. Um, and God, then a
3: Sorry.
1: follow-up tweet to that was It won't be delaying the patch to a specific date But we'll release it as soon as we have resolved it And then today Like just a couple of hours ago So this is uh, What's the date today? 13th So this is two days after it was supposed to be released mm-hmm. After being delayed and didn't uh, Blue Box Game Studios tweeted the following Quote We ask everyone to calmly wait for the patch We understand your frustration. We are 100% real and are working on a passionate game we believe in.
2: We are
0: 100% real.
1: (laughs) When you have to uh, reassure people that you actually exist, Um, you're in trouble. They continue. This is what happened. We dealt with multiple engine issues that occurred last minute after we spotted a graphical glitch. For that, we wanted to do a quick update. We are almost there and most of the testing is completed. Do you think that's real? Do you think that's bullshit? I think it's a load of bollocks. I think uh, I think good old Blue Box are way in over their head, um, and not helping it. Kojima the other day, <laughs> <laughs> Kojima tweeted out the cover of a book called "The Abandoned Amusement Park." Oh my god! So of course the internet went. <gasps> Let me tell you something. Kojima isn't that on the nose. Like Kojima. Is subtle and is he, he though? He is very subtle. Like in Metal Gear Solid, when he, he, he called him Revolver Ocelot and then Liquid Ocelot, you didn't know what was really going on. He was being subtle in his batshit insane storyline. Mm. Um, but uh, look, Abandoned isn't Kojima, it isn't Konami, it is a dev who is way over his head. Um, what's really starting to annoy me about this whole thing? Like it was uh it it was fun when it started, yep. uh, and even when we all realized that it wasn't you know we all had fun connecting the dots and whatnot, and you go to uh the Kojima conspiracy or whatever it is on on reddit yep. um yeah, those guys are poor. um Hassan has stated uh quite frequently that um it's, it's got nothing to do with Kojima. It's got nothing to do with Konami. But then he puts these little breadcrumbs, these little fuel for the fire. Like last show, we saw that he released that uh, abandoned title screen with the eye patch wearing blurred out yeah. face in the background.
0: Um, and the like white text really blurred out above the actual title, exactly how they do the little like Kojima
3: presents. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So like, all right, if he's having fun or trying to uh, generate interest in... The, the game, cool, but don't sort of get stressed out when you get the death threats and you get people going... Like, not, not that I'm saying that people are excused for saying death threats. I'm oh, not saying God, that no. at all. At all. But you're baiting a very rabid fan base and then not delivering what you have had. Like, Had he delivered this trailer and then kept on doing little nods like that, it wouldn't be that much of a deal. Because he said it has nothing to do with Kojima. But the fact he hasn't released anything, Kojima. I like
0: it. <laughs> you learnt the trick. I
1: like it. Um, but because he, he says it's got nothing to do with Konami or Kojima, uh, then Kojima isn't uh, part of it. Uh, then we won't be seeing Kojima. Oh, that's like awesome. Uh, all right, so what I'm trying to say is that uh, Kojima? <laughs> <laughs> by leaving breadcrumbs like that and not releasing anything you're just frustrating people uh, and I, I'm not too sure like I don't know Hassan I've never spoken to him or, or read any of his content or looked at many of his games that he's made um, it, it's going to get tricky if, if this game doesn't deliver he's going to be in for a world of internet hate and I think... just hope that he can actually be Does... okay to withstand
2: that do you think Kojima will hate him? Uh, I don't think. Or Ko- would it be K- Herd and Nami? Oh, I didn't catch him.
1: <laughs> I don't think Kojima is uh, uh, Kajima <laughs> Kojima doesn't have the ability to hate or feel any kind of emotion. He just sort of is, always was, always will be. He's the alpha and the omega. Mm. He, he's just forever, Kojima. All right, uh, I had from Dusk Vilebeard in our Discord, which you can join too by going to hackthedino.com and clicking on the Discord button and come and join us and all our very, very wonderful people. Um, he posted a trailer to a game that I saw a couple of people on Twitter talking about as well. I thought, oh, all right, I'll have a look at it. So Brayden's going to play the trailer now. I haven't
0: it, clicked this yet.
1: Okay, it's for a mobile game. Okay, here we go. Um, just, I'll describe what's happening when it comes up on screen. Oh, okay. Oh, I oh, haven't oh, seen this either. Oh, okay. Okay. The,
0: uh, the initial image is something. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay,
1: here we are. So it's got a lady coming out of a taxi in tears in a wedding dress. Uh, and she's arrived home and the building is on fire that she obviously lo- uh, lives in. So she's having a bad day. Then her grandma's calling her on her mobile. And then the next scene cut to the grandma consoling her. And this is for a mobile game, remember? The grandma's given her a key to a house and she opens it up and it's a de- debilitated house. But the grandma ha- hands her a brush saying, you know, a bit of hard work, we'll get it going. And then it's one of these drag the icons onto everything type game. A work simulator. Yeah, yeah, it's a work simulator to get the house looking good. So then the lady whose husband uh, left her at the altar or whatever. Um, then the grandma's getting arrested. What? And she goes up to the car and the grandma puts up her hand to hold her hand through the glass and then the lady takes her hand away and there's a message written on her hand saying, He is alive! What? I don't know what this game is! What the shit?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? <sighs> but then there's more. I like have I've had a look at some of the other videos that they bought out. There's one like where the, the lady is going through Tinder. <laughs> okay. And her grandma pops up. Oh my god. <laughs> what what the
3: heck, heck, and then man? looks to her
1: side and her grandma's sitting there and her grandma goes, "Ooh." And then there's another one where like there's a bush shaking, and oh. then the lady pops out and like straightens her clothes and walks off. And then a guy who we saw in that previous movie pops out, like a handyman construction with a construction hat, pops out and goes, Ooh! and then a hand pops up out of the bush and pulls him back in. What? What is this game? And it's the grandma. <laughs> yeah. There are so many twists in like a minute-long trailer for a mobile game.
0: Like, the, like, HGTV must be frothing at the moment. They're like, oh my God, yes, we need to get this on the air. Like, I, 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 it's like
2: lost. You're never really sure what's going on. Someone well, someone had the block on,
0: and then accidentally <laughs> changed the channel to CSI Miami, and it had the same people in it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but just out of nowhere, the-, the... And it's such a bullshit game! Yep!
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, That's I unreal. want I want someone, anyone, to actually play this game and tell us if there is any of this plot in it.
1: I'll do it. What's the game called?
0: Uh, I, I honestly can't even tell. Let me find Something it.
1: Mansion? Yeah, something I think mansion. Merger Mansion, or something like that. From mansion, memory? I will find
0: it. Mansion mobile game.
1: But yeah, crazy game. I, I, I cannot believe that, uh... <laughs> what? Yeah, that... I don't know what, what that was, man. All
0: right, I want you guys to try and guess the first, first word in this game. What does I, it start with? M. It starts with M. From
1: memory, it was M. So I'm, I'm going to say merge it merger, like you're merging the mansion. Oh, man, manage. Manage mansion. There we manage go. Manage mansion. I'm going to go go
2: with um, all I can think of is Maniac Mansion, but that's no, definitely definitely not not that. that. I'm going to go with uh, Monetary Mansion.
0: All right, (laughs) I shit you not. Yep, (laughs) Matchington (laughs) Mansion.
1: What? Matchington What's Matchington Mansion Brandon can you put that in our discord I'm going to play it Oh god yeah. okay I'm going to play it and give an update next show Please do <laughs> Matchington um, thank Mansion Thank
0: you so much for the raid that's happening at this exact point We just time. got raided
1: Yeah Thank <laughs> you Shadowless Edge We time. appreciate it Yeah <laughs> You guys are just in time gamers, for you. us to discuss our favourite games. Zucreus. What a cool time to raid!
2: Like what a Zucreus. fortuitous moment. You didn't have to hear thank about the you. rubbish we
0: just talked about. Oh uh, please, all of you at home, please Google the ads. Oh, there's Merge Mansion, Merge Mansion, Matchington. Man- what are these? Are Merge the Mansion. That's game? what it
1: was. That's the one that I watched. What is that? A different game? It's a different game. That's a different game. What the shit? So we want Merge Mansion. Merge we Mansion. We should all
2: play one of them.
1: I'll go Merge Mansion. I'll play Adam's Family Mystery (laughs)
2: Mansion. I'll do Matchington Mansion. (laughs)
0: Jesus Christ, I (laughs) want (laughs) to (laughs) die.
1: Well, you can't do that because we're about to talk about our favourite games. And it's just like, you know...
2: Wait till I get to my third Matchington Mansion.
1: (laughs) Anyway, Floppy had the idea that uh, we should probably talk a little bit more about ourselves as opposed to just our uh, our news and views and items. So I've decided we're going to do our top ten favourite games. So Braden, Floppy and I each have three games that we uh, rate very, very highly and possibly our our most favourite of all time. And then... For, uh, Triple NG is just putting in the chat Metal Gear match and that's something I would play <laughs> uh, and then at the end for the 10th pick we're actually going to turn to the live chat and get you Ooh. all out there to throw some uh, uh, ideas of what your favourite games are uh, and we're going to pick one or vote on one to put in the number 10 slot okay so awesome. there's, there's, there's 10, 10 slots but it's not in any particular order it's just uh, us going through the motion. so chat if you're listening start thinking now your favourite game ever to go at the number 10 spot. So I'm going to kick it off with number 1. And my number 1, well not my number 1, but my first pick for a game. Uh, it was either this or Breath of the Wild. Uh, so it is of course, and you're going to hear a lot about this this episode. Chrono Trigger. Ah, this game. Alright, so um, I first played this game... When I was 15, 16, something like that, I still remember going to the uh, video rental place, and uh, this was the only game there that you needed the adapter for. So my friend and I decided to get it and, and try it out because we'd never used an adapter. I'd never played a JRPG before. I'd never played an RPG before. Had no idea what I was in for. Uh, we played through it, got up to um, the future. I immediately fell in love with the characters. I immediately loved, fell in love with the music, the art style, the uh, the way you, you battle, the, the battle techniques. Um, everything about this game just spoke to me. Like to the point where when one of my characters passed out, I remember screaming at the top of my lungs, No! <laughs> I think it was Marl. Marl was my healer. Um, I'd never, as I said, played an RPG before, or a JRPG before, so... I didn't know you could upgrade weapons. (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) You you chose the
2: hard way.
1: So when I rehired it and rehired it and eventually uh, in many years later uh, ended up finishing it, um, this game took me about 35 hours to complete (laughs) because I didn't know how to upgrade. The final battle with Lavos at the end itself took me about three and a half hours (laughs) because uh... I just had two healing and just chrono-attacking. Uh, no stat upgrades, no, nothing like that. He was just using his base sword. It was absolutely ridiculous. There's got to be like
2: some form of achievement for that.
1: uh, Well, not, well, No, no, I
2: mean, it's like there should be in society.
1: uh, So of the 13 endings that you can get in Chrono Trigger, I've gotten three of them. So I got, uh, again, when I went through my playthrough, I got uh, the proper ending and then two others, and then I finished it for a fourth time but I got the same ending twice.
2: Oh, screw that. That's so enough. that's why I went,
1: nope. Um, and I've got it, like I've got it on my DS that I've got a game going. I've got it on Apple TV at the moment, which is probably the best way to play it at the moment, even though the um, Apple TV version or the iOS version isn't the best. If you've got an Apple TV, you can hook up your PlayStation 4 controller to it and basically play Chrono Trigger on the big screen and it costs like six bucks.
2: Just gonna go out there on a sec. I heard, and I'm not sure. Heard, correct me if I'm wrong. Pretty sure if you're a PlayStation Plus person, you get six months free of Apple TV at the moment.
1: Oh,
3: really?
2: I think so. I might be wrong. Sorry. You um, may have just you may just sign up now and have to pay for it. I don't know.
1: But that's pretty much the only way you're going to be able to play this game legally because it is super expensive. Uh, I was uh, bidding on. I spoke about it in the disc in our Discord. Uh, hackthedino.com to join our Discord. I was uh, speaking about it in our uh, Discord. Uh, earlier in the week, a boxed US version, an ex rental version, <gasps> came up on eBay. That's and the grail item? You were yeah. It? Oh. And I was sitting there looking at it and I went, oh, and I had a look at my savings and I had a look at this and I had a look at that and I went, you know what? I'm going to put $350 on it. Did you get it? No, it went for $500. Damn. <laughs> so you kind of happy you didn't th- get it? Yeah, well, there was no way I was going any more than that. Um, I've held a box chrono trigger in my hand before at one of our meets. Uh, some guy imported one in from the states, and it had a little ding in the corner, but it was otherwise perfect. Um, and I was umming and Ring and, and sort of talking to him, and I offered him a, a, some money, and he just went, "Nah, man, it's going for like eight hundred bucks." No, no. Nah, I can't. Like, no way, no way. I'm spending $800 on a game, no matter how much I love it. Um, and then he put it up on eBay, and he got like $950 for Bam! it.
2: Wait till you get that boxed Matchington Mansion in your hands. Yeah, well, um, it's your eight, eight, eight bucks.
1: The DS version, the DS yeah. version that came out a few years ago with the Akira Toriyama cutscenes, and is easily the the superior way to play it because it has the cutscenes and all the controllers, and it's great. Um, even that goes for like 150 dollars now. So I've got that. That's the one that
2: I've got that's sitting on my shelf, waiting to play to be played.
1: You should play it. What? Well, mm. Have you ever
2: played it? No, I haven't. Oh man. I bought that because I knew that that was. I have told a better way to play it.
1: At least three people in our Discord community to play it throughout the years, and they've all loved it. I think Game
2: Boy Dad was the last person to play it, wasn't he? Yep.
1: Yep. Um, Dust Valbeard as well. I'm, I was the one who originally told him to play it, and he loved it so much he jumped straight into Chrono Cross. Oh And wow. even though I own Chrono Cross. I haven't played it yet, so I should probably get on that. But I've heard it's, you know,
2: not the best. Maybe when I get... So, I'm on a bit of a kick of short games at the moment. Maybe when I get back onto a long game, I'll play that one.
1: Well, this one's 35 hours.
2: No, that's only if you play it like a
1: fool. It's like 12 hours. It's it's really not. But it's such a good game. Oh, my Chrono Trigger. I love you. All right, Floppy. Yeah.
2: All right, my first pick. Not necessarily my first favourite game. Just your... my first, first pick is—is uh, is it funny enough for me? These, two of my picks are a platform that I rarely ever play on. Oh, good. So this is PC. This is a PC game. Ooh. So from the nineties. Politically uh,
1: correct. So I look forward to hearing about. Correct.
2: This. Uh, so my first favorite game is June Two, uh, from nineteen ninety three. I think it was or nineteen ninety two. It's my. This is the first ever RTS I ever played. Uh, Real time. Real time strategy game. Oh. So. Uh, it's also how I how I fell in love with the world of June, which was a book series written in the sixties by Frank Herbert. Uh, they made a god awful movie in nineteen eighty four, uh, and then they released. Sian Cole
1: McLaughlin. Yeah,
2: that's the one, and a, a new one that's about to come out again with mm. uh, God forbid Jason Momoa in it. Um, but I'm also so... Zendaya, I've
1: seen Zendaya, Salome, yeah, it... Oscar Isaac. Oh, it's got yeah, a thousand Josh good Brolin. reasons to
2: watch it, and it's got one wonderful reason to not watch it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so June 2, uh, first RTS I played. I was actually had to go to work with my dad on a Saturday. Uh, I was still a kid, so I couldn't be sat at home. Uh, and I was going to be bored, of course, and he quickly threw me onto one of his uh, colleagues' computers who he knew he had games on his computer at his office space and went, here, play this, and shut up. <laughs> uh, and I loved it. It was so good. I fell in love with like, the, the building aspect and the creating the different armies you know you build your infantry units or the different kind of vehicles you could use and then the strategy behind how you're going to deal with whatever environmental issues there are and then whoever it is that you're playing against whether it be the autos or the harkonnens or the emperor if he came along i was always our traders because good guys um it led me playing and enjoying command and conquer it led to warcraft and it led to age of empires which i all thoroughly enjoyed um it was yeah it's just it's simple And it's fantastic. It led to me reading the books, loving the movies. Um, Yeah. Created a lifelong love of a universe.
1: Do you know if you can play it uh, in the current day? Uh,
2: I'm sure you can. I haven't played it in so long. I would love to sit down and play it again.
1: Braden.
0: Hello. Hi. Uh, Anyone who listens to the show at all will not be shocked by my first pick.
1: Merge Mansion. Merge (laughs) Mansion.
0: That's the one. Um, No, it's, uh, it's of course... As anyone would be able to tell you, um, Ratchet & Clank 3. Um, Ratchet & Clank 3, up your arsenal on the PlayStation 2, um, was my entire childhood. I loved it so much. Um, I 100%ed it, I think, three times on the PS2. I have since then 100%ed it on the PS Vita and the PS3. And I am going to be playing it again somewhat soon. Uh, because I want to play through the Ratchet and Clank trilogy again. You should
1: really stream it, Braden.
0: Uh, yeah, I should. I should because
1: uh, you know you've already hundred percented it four times. Yeah,
0: exactly. Pretty
2: sure Game Boy Dad is playing this at the moment. I've seen in the Discord. Yes,
0: yeah. After he's played through all the other Ratchet and Clanks as well, um, and then uh, I believe uh Dylan is also jumping on it as well at the moment. Dylan's on the the Ratchet and Clank game as well. So just it's got a
2: following, mate.
0: Yeah, it's great. Um, I'm glad people are checking it out because I absolutely love them. They're fantastic, and three is just the culmination of that original trilogy, and is so so good. The weapons are fantastic. The characters are awesome. The world is so much fun, um, and the writing is corny and cheesy and silly. Um, there's an entire um, uh, m- robot music video of a robot who's uh, a parody of Britney Spears called Courtney Gears. <laughs> in this one, it's very funny. Um, yeah, it's just—it's so much fun. Uh, it's an absolute blast.
1: All right, my next uh, game that I enjoyed—again, anyone who uh, has watched the show for a while—it's not going to be a surprise. Uh, Street Fighter II Turbo for the Super Nintendo. Uh, As a kid going to an indoor skating rink, I used to put on the skates and go into a three-hour locked-in session and then spend my whole time at an arcade machine. And I put the skates on so I was actually tall enough to play Street Fighter (laughs) 2. Now, I like Street Fighter 2 Turbo because it is faster, um, the the graphics are a lot uh, smoother... Uh, and yeah, I still have memories of like going there to that skating rink, seeing this big red LAI with Street Fighter 2 on it, watching all the big kids who were probably like, you know, 15, 16, uh, play it. And and then when it's, when it was spare, getting on there with my friends and giving it a go, having no idea what I was doing, no idea how to do, uh, any of the moves or whatever. I just remember going one day, one day I'm going to own Street Fighter on an arcade cabinet just like that. And guess what? I can see it from I, here. I freaking do. <laughs> not only that, I own almost every single arcade board of Street Fighter 2. Uh, yeah, this game was so influential in my life. Uh, some of you may not know, but I'm actually, uh, I am actually do karate. Do you like karate? I do karate. Oh, I do karate. There you go. Um, you know who doesn't do karate? Who? Kojima. Oh, hey good. I knew he couldn't do it that time
0: Yeah The only reason I could do it Was because the video was like I up, know And I just had to pause We need a, we need
1: a Kojima gift we we'll just come have up. a button That it brings yep, up the Kojima button I never It'll understood The bashing the of the cars screen. It's a uh, bonus level No I know, I know what it is But I never understood Why it was in there Show wonder. you how tough they are um,
0: They hate Volkswagen
1: Yeah And rightly They should You ever read into The history of Volkswagen
0: Yeah it's not great
1: It's, uh, it, it's I think German For people mover Yep Yep Designed in Nazi Germany So draw your own conclusions Anyway, (laughs) I mean,
2: it's an incredibly Uh,
1: not homicide. Well, it was homicide, but also (laughs) genocide. Um, Lots of fun things we like to talk about here on Hack the Dial. I don't know if
2: you can blame Volkswagen, especially for that.
1: They were called people movers. What do you think they were moving them to? Anywhere that the people would go to. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what it was. Anyway, Ryu and Ken did Shotokan karate, and the reason I started doing Shotokan karate way back when, when I was a young chap. I think it was about 16, was because of Ryu and Ken and that has remained to this day. I even used to know an artist who I used to make comics with who used to call me Real Life Ryu. Because <laughs> like, of your long flowing hair? Yes, yeah, yeah. and uh, um, <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm not going to say that. Moving on. <laughs> oh! uh, Floppy!
2: Yeah, all right. My, my second pick is also another PC game that I grew up playing. Uh, and this one is part of a, a series of games. I actually played... So many of these games, but one stood out to me and it was Space Quest 3. Uh, so there was Space Quest, there was Police Quest, there was King's Quest, there was Heroes Quest.
1: Was there a Space Quest 2?
2: There was one, two, three. There was about okay. seven Good. of them, I think. Good. I was just checking because yeah. you know, otherwise it'd be weird. This is the Pirates of Pestilence. Uh, I love the Space Quest games. They were made by these two guys in Sierra. Um A really warped sense of humor which was kind of sarcastic and kind of also obvious jokes like they get away with so many uh pop culture rip-offs in this did they get away with it though yeah i guess because they kept making the games (laughs) and no one really seemed to mind uh these were the first games that showed me that they could tell like a, a a movie style story not just bad guy uh, at the end of a level, get to the end of a level, defeat the bad guy. This actually had storylines and character, well, characters. It had characters in them. Characterizations. Yeah. And uh, ha- and it was funny. They had jokes in them, and it was great. Uh, I loved the character because he was not a super cool superhero. He was a space janitor. His name's Roger Wilco, and you survive an alien attack in the very first one because you're asleep in the janitorial closet while you're supposed to be working. Um the pop culture references in this is insane. And this video keeps going a little bit. Yeah. There's like a, a monolith burger, obviously a ripoff of Macca's. There's the enterprise. You can see there docked to it. You find, uh, there's a ripoff of the millennium Falcon called the aluminum mallard. Uh, <laughs> 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 like That's there's, no. there's yeah. a, there's a part right. of this where there's like a, a, a robot cop following you or a bounty hunter. It looks incredibly like RoboCop. Like it's just, it's fantastic. It's um, Bob. Yeah, Robo Bob. Uh, my opinion, this game in particular is there. He is <laughs> is like the pinnacle of the series. I thought these graphics were amazing. It looks I used like to...
1: a uh, a cyborg version of Max Headroom. Oh,
2: yeah, it does. Um, I used to draw the characters and the ships from this, like sketch them all the time. Uh, yeah, it also taught me to type. Oh, cool! Because this was a. This was no didn't operate with a mouse, this was a keyboard. So you used the cursor keys to walk around and you had to type in every input that you wanted to do, whether it be you know, oh still to this day, the best the quickest thing I can type is look around. Because you would do it <laughs> on every single screen.
0: I can vouch for this. Floppy showed me how fast he can type the phrase look around. It's stupidly
3: quick. No.
2: Nothing else, just look around. Oh, it's <laughs> everything, so else, quick. everything else is two-finger old man typing. <laughs> <laughs> But you had to do it because sometimes you'd walk onto a screen and you had to. The only way to pause it would be to start typing. You had to start like type your your command and enter it so that you didn't die sometimes straight away.
1: Um, likewise, is it uh, are you able to play these Sierra games?
2: These ones, I believe you can because you can get cool. them off like um, was it, GOG? You yeah, yeah. I believe like, they're all on Good on games. Yeah, and run them on emulators. Oh yeah, Buckazoids was the uh, universal currency um it's just they're so wacky and there's so much fun the police quest ones on the other hand you yeah, were kind of rife with actual police procedure to the point where i think it's in i think it's in the first one at the start of the game you uh, get thrown against the wall in a fight mm. and then near the end of the game hours and hours later you're in a plane and you go to shoot the bad guy and your gun doesn't fire and it comes up with a message going, hmm, I guess three hours ago when you got thrown against the wall, you should have visited the police firing range and recalibrated your weapon. God, that art's horrible. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Look at that. It's going quite fast for some reason. But uh, yeah, I love these games. Sierra Adventure Games, get on them. Brayden.
0: Yes. All right, my next one is a slightly more modern one. Um, I'm just going to quickly bring it up here. do um it is a game that i absolutely loved from start to finish i loved uh platinuming it it's absolutely fantastic it really just like because otherwise i would have picked another ps2 game which is very similar to this one um but this one i think just refines everything about it perfectly um i think ben's put together what it is yep
1: merge Um, mansion (laughs) that's definitely
0: the one um it's Spider-Man from Insomniac. Uh, oh yeah, um, it's not a, Miles. Uh, well, Miles is kind of included in this, I guess. You're yeah. Well, in my personal, like, I would like putting the two together because they flow on from each other so perfectly. Right. Um, and just they are so nice. Like, I just played them. Um, on the when I bought Miles on PS5, um, they had the PS5 like like re- rezzed up version of oh. the original game from PS4 and so I played through the whole game again on the PS5 like upgrade version and it is
2: beautiful oh maybe I should play it again
0: like playing both of them in their like um, it's like performance with some ray tracing oh it's just gorgeous Um, it's completely ridiculous they are so smooth to play like the web swinging and all the fighting and everything are great um, I love the story that they ended up doing with it. Um, I really enjoyed uh, what they did with it. I feel like the only time it really slows down is the the MJ
2: sneak around parts. That was a weird little inclusion. But it was yeah. strange. It didn't ruin it, but it was weird.
0: Yeah, it was just it was just a it was a choice. Um, and, oh my God, all the costumes and everything. Oh my God, don't even get me started. First thing I
1: did was uh, find all the backpacks. Yes. Yeah. So I could have yeah all yep. the costumes. I okay. had to. What was everyone's favourite costume? Scarlet. Scarlet oh, Spider.
0: I did wear Scarlet Spider a lot. Um, oh God, I'm trying to think back now.
2: it was 2099.
0: Oh, oh, yes, nice. 2099 looked beautiful in this game. Um, oh, it's got to be. A, it's got to be a Love Heart underwear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just... Is that um, the Bombastic Bagman? Oh,
0: Bombastic Bagman was in there as well. I did love that. Is that the
2: paper bag in the Fantastic Four costume? Yep.
0: Yeah. That's the
1: one. That's so what I. Uh, animal Crossing. Is I that made, when you... you could get a, a paper bag for a, a mask in Animal yeah. Crossing? So I made the. Um, bombastic bag man costume nice was that because he
2: just had the symbiote taken off of him yes yeah he had yeah. the symbiote taken off of him
1: and, they had uh, so and Johnny sort of... Storm gave him his costume yeah and he goes well, what about my secret identity so Johnny Storm gave him yeah. a, a paper bag, bag and he swung out but he'd also stuck the kick me yeah, yeah. sign, kick on me sign on back, back. Um, so good
0: yeah it's absolutely fantastic and yeah otherwise I would have before this game came out would have easily said Spider-Man 2 on PS2 um, but
1: basically the same game
0: this is the same game but just better I, in my opinion yeah I agree yeah loved it um, and yeah Miles is included in this Miles was amazing um, I loved every second of it um, I'm here for everything
1: Miles Morales and so you should be fantastic character um, speaking of fantastic characters my last pick uh, before we uh, start to urge the live chat to start thinking about what game is going to be added to our list of top 10 games that we love uh, no surprises again. Super Mario Brothers, the original one. Um, this was the very first game I ever played. Ever, wow. um, it is the game that I've purchased probably 20 times because every time it comes out on something in an eShop or as a game and watch or as just a, a, a Game Boy cartridge for an anniversary. You get this it. sucker buys it because I just have so much this game was so uh, informative in my in my young years I still remember the friend's house where I was when I first saw it I still remember seeing him pull out this VHS looking thing from under his TV <laughs> and putting the cartridge in and even getting it out and blowing it when it didn't work and then putting it back in uh, I, I still remember uh, oh god Uh Oh, I remember the glitches and like finding the warp zones and him showing me the warp zones. Like, what? Warp zones? What? Um, like uh, one stage there was a glitch where I was playing and I'd never really played it before and the mushroom to get bigger was running away from me. So I was running after it full pace and then it was going to go down a, a hole in the, the floor and I ran and caught it. But because I didn't stop running... I hit it, and I was right in the middle, and I grew big. And you know how in Mario Brothers, it, it sort of stops while you get the power up and you grow. It goes, mm-hmm. drew, drew, drew. So I was in the middle of the gap, right bang in the middle, <laughs> and I hit it, and I grew. Brew, brew, brew. And I still remember his parents were sitting there going, "Ah, oh, you got it, but you're gonna die now." So I kept holding across, and there was a glitch or something, and I just ran straight across the gap. It was, it was, and they went, "Oh!" Uh, just little things like that was. Oh amazing um I understand that Mario Brothers 3 is a game as uh, is it, a be- is, it is, it is a, game. a game I understand it's a game
2: <laughs> It is true it is a game Look I about-
1: understand that it is a better game than this uh and i also understand mario world is a better game than this but much like voldemort i attach pieces of my soul to things (laughs)
2: um this is your horcrux yes
1: it is one of my horcruxes so when i become evil and try to take over the world you're gonna have to come to my house and destroy my that's gonna be
2: easy we have to destroy all 17 horcruxes on the same shelf (laughs) 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 it's it's no looking for them
1: um yeah, so Super Mario Brothers is just I've got I've mentioned before my original copy of Super Mario Brothers is still in the box. I have a big acrylic case that I've put it in. It's not worth money, but to me, it's worth so much more.
3: Yeah, just, saying,
2: just something that you said then about uh, you, your mate showing you. Um, I'm going to assume it's Oste. It wasn't. Actually. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry, see Ben's really. got
1: more than one friend. Oh. Yeah. I'm more than a two-dimensional person. Way
2: to find out live on TV, Jesus. That that moment where your friend told you a thing and you had no idea, and it like changed your whole perception of that game. No one, you can't do that anymore because everything's online. Every secret is online. Everything. You're never Um... gonna go. You're never gonna go through finishing a game, or playing it for ages, and then someone just a chance meeting tells you a thing and you, and that you learn... School
1: yard, uh, yeah, that schoolyard the discussion. Meal. My uncle works at Nintendo type thing. Yeah, it's never going to happen again. Yeah. Because like...
2: everyone can just Google it in half a second.
1: Did you have that as a kid,
2: Broden?
0: Um, we had it a little bit. Uh, it, we were obviously at the point where like, the internet was getting uh, way more easier to access. Um, so You could get it
2: on your phone. So, so
0: legitimately, we would have times where at school it'd be like, oh man, did you know about this? And it's like, what? No. And then we'd... Uh, whoever had found it, they would bring up like game facts or something <laughs> on the school computers and show us the wiki guides. We would use the school print. This is bad. We were using the school printers to print out cheat codes and maps. No. Um, it was great fun. So we had
1: uh, binders. Mm. Like, um, have you seen that meme of? Uh, there's a screen from Titanic where it has Leonardo DiCaprio showing Kate Winslet all these drawings and she's oh, looking yes. through it. Yeah. And there's h- him looking really excited to see what she says and she's looking at it and then there's the next meme, uh, well, the next picture under it and it shows what she's looking at mm. and someone's just handwritten Mortal Kombat fatalities and it's like, <laughs> know, towards... towards.
2: Up, up, down, down, left, yeah. right, left, right. That's it. what it was. Beautiful.
1: You used to write them out. Uh, yeah yeah you'd write a map by hand and you'd have me the like in manuals uh back in the NES and even the super nintendo age give you blank pages yeah you had bank pages oh. with lines on it and it said notes and that's, that's where you what wrote that's down,
3: for yeah
2: to write yeah, down, all to write down oh, passwords.
1: that yeah i
2: used to um playing the sierra adventure games i was talking about like space quest uh because there was no map function or anything like that i used to use graph paper to draw out my own maps God,
1: i've got boy. one of them yeah, mm. I showed Floppy, I think, uh, a while ago in Japan. I picked up for like $2. Oh, yeah, you bought something, yeah. I, 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 Legend of Zelda Link to the... Uh, not Link to the Past. Um, Link's Adventure. Adventure of Link. That's what it's called. Hi. <laughs> I like retro games. Adventure of Link. And it was a, a, a guidebook in, in Japanese, just about this big. Uh, and when I opened it up, there were hand-drawn maps yeah. of each of the levels in there by someone, a Japanese uh, person uh had, had hand drawn out all the dungeons and marked everything it was all in katakana and everything was written out and it was just awesome yeah. Just awesome
2: i've got a folder of them somewhere from when i was a kid i would do, use a, a two by two square was each screen yep because it was always up or down or left or right that's how they the, those games worked um, you worked from one side of the screen to another and the camera didn't move with you so you could draw a two by two square sc- like square and then you could put something in there that would indicate what was found or what areas you could go to. And it. it was flawless. Works better than half the maps these days.
1: Floppy, what's your last game? My last love?
2: game is probably not a big surprise because uh, if I'm not talking about it, you're generally talking about it. Um, it is Metal Gear Solid. Oh, yeah. This one bum, is bum, 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 my bum. favorite game of all time. Yeah? It is the first number collector's one. edition. Yep, number one. It is the first collector's edition I ever bought. Uh, I found it on a demo disc uh, from a PlayStation magazine in 1999, so the year after it came out. I think it came out in 98. Um, it's the first game that I ever played that not just had a story, but had plot twists and things that took me by surprise. It had these really intricate storylines, had amazing like uh, variety of characters, and they had depth to them and backstories, and they developed. It was unreal. There was relationships and between people and... Oh, it's just one of those things that it was like watching a really good thriller where you were like on the edge of your seat all the mm. time because you didn't know what was going to happen
1: and every time you heard that oh,
2: oh you'd shit yourself <laughs> I've still got this ingrained reaction to that where you do that and I get a little bit oh jumpy well, I'm going to use um, that to my advantage it showed me oh thank you, great awesome uh, it showed me that uh, stealth can be way more fun than going in guns blazing all the time and it's started this sort of fascination I have with uh um with stealth games or with stealth ways through games which is now what I tend to play towards if it's one of those ones where you can play um in different manners like so when playing Deus Ex I tend to veer towards the stealth things it's all because of this it's all because of this game the the way that it was interactive outside of the game as well so which goes hand in hand with my my favorite bad guy of all time in a video game is Psychomantis.
1: Oh, yeah Is Psychomantis,
2: who in this game is uh, telekinetic and telepathic, and in the game um, demonstrates his telekinetic powers by speaking to you as the player, telling you to put the controller on the ground and then activating the rumble feature, which vibrates the controller. Blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I just
1: like how, how the hell the games can't do this. Do you remember how you found out how to defeat him?
2: Yes. So spoiler alert, if you haven't played this game and you want to be surprised, block your ears until I pat my head because you can't (laughs) hear it. Uh, So he can read your mind. So no matter what attack you do, uh, he can block it, which is really, really frustrating until you get a call on your codec by um, your commander. And he says, like a snake, he can read your mind. He knows everything you're going to do. Try plugging your controller into port two. So you physically unplug your controller, plug it into the second port on your PlayStation and he loses his shit because he can't read your mind and then you can kill him. Mm-hmm.
1: Bloody amazing. Yep. Great. And it's just Kojima uh, being awesome. Oh. And... and <laughs> uh, <laughs> Floppy just patted his head for all the podcast listeners. Yeah. Uh, it's just Kojima being fantastic. Um, yeah. Yeah. As Triple Indie says in the chat, you hired the game, you got stuck because you couldn't see Meryl's codec on the game case. That's right, you had to put in a specific code at some stage, and that was on the jewel case on on the front.
2: The DARPA Chief in the game gives Snake a CD case that has Meryl's codec number on the back of it. Mm -hmm. It Took me a while to realize that if I actually turned the game CD case over, it's written on there in like a still of the game. Yep. It was bloody amazing. Oh,
1: great. Fantastic game. Oh,
2: one more thing. Yep. Cyborg Ninja. Yep. Gray Fox. Don't need to say any more than Cyborg Ninja. What a twist. Amazing game. Uh,
0: Brayden. Guess what console it's on. Uh, Uh, PS2. Oh, mate. You've got the money. Good. You've nailed it. I like money. Well well done. Congratulations.
3: I like money.
0: Fantastic. Um, Now, the, the real question is, can one of you guess what it is before I... Tony enough. Hawk Pro
2: Skater 3. No, it is Ooh. not.
0: It is a fantastic little game. Uh, also heavily ingrained in my childhood. I reckon I could probably just play it back to front and still remember where a lot of the stuff is.
2: Ingrained in your childhood? Yep. Miles Morales. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're so young.
3: LEGO, Lego
0: Star. Wars oh, I should game. have known this. It is the not the original trilogy, it's the first game, which was the prequel trilogy. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. This game is so much fun. Uh, this was before they had voice acting, so it's just wacky, oh. silly, oh. like physical comedy and prop comedy. Oh my god, it is so fun. Um, as a kid, it would just have me just giggling and like laughing out loud at times because it's just so silly. Um, plus, the gameplay was fun as hell because you would just button mash and explore and run around and, and not get to die be all your favorite characters. Yeah. And yeah, you you don't die. Yeah, um, thirty playable characters. Oh my god, they've got like a hundred and million in the latest ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they are they are so much fun. Absolutely love them. Um, and I continue to be very excited and waiting with bated breath for the release date of the complete saga.
2: I am waiting with you. These are also some of my favorite games of all time. Uh, and the only games I've ever platinumed on purpose <laughs>
1: <laughs> alright it's time for the chat uh, we've had some recommendations in there we'll th- read out a couple so we've got We Are Robots uh, Conquers Bad Fur Day Half-Life 2 The Last of Us uh, Afronix has said Final Fantasy 8 Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Crash Ooh. Bandicoot Warped uh, we've got i think i saw fable in there What's from it? game boy dad uh pokemon red yes hell yes uh fable and final fantasy 9 or oh, last of us um yeah what are, what are we thinking people what what else do we well, think the, should have the other the, ones
0: i was sort of have, racking around in the back of my brain before i decided on lego star wars um i was thinking of things like god of war like yep. the the PS, ps4 one um yeah like there's there's so much- I'm looking
2: stuff. at um, things that had an impact on uh, gaming as a whole. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at Tony Hawk's Pro Skater just because of the, mm. the sheer amount of people that played that and can still remember it and have muscle memory for it because they played it that much.
1: We've got a couple of other late editions. Uh, Triple oh. Injury has said Majora's Mask. Dylan the Villain has said Persona 4 Golden. Aphronix coming in again with Need for Speed Underground 2. Ooh,
2: Assassin's Creed 2. Ooh, there is okay. There's a lot there. And
1: I think we all have very different tastes in what is there. Yeah. So, I mean... Alright, I'm gonna throw my hat in for Majora's mask.
2: I'm gonna throw it in for Assassin's Creed two. Pinnacle of the series. Brayden, what are you
1: gonna? Um to... oh, hmm, hmm, hmm. I
0: oh, if I had to throw my hat behind anything, it would it would possibly even be Pokemon Red.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm for Pokemon Red. Yep. Yeah.
0: I I think I think it it, it brought Pokemon into the damn world, which is Well see, as a huge.
2: franchise it is bigger than well, almost Jesus.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, Anto has put in Final Fantasy 7, which it, I, I also think... Does he like Final to... Fantasy VII? Yeah, a little bit. You, you saw the last show where he guessed... Yeah, yeah I did. It's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I'm going to say Pokemon Red. Yeah. Don't, I'm happy with that. Yeah, Pokemon Red. All right. Pokemon Red is the 10th game that uh, meant so much on Halo 2 in there as well from we Are, we Are Robots.
2: I'd almost just check in like the first generation of Pokemon. So Was it red and green? Not and... red and blue. Red and blue and, and yellow. yellow? Yep. Yeah. And just throw them all in the mix at the same time.
1: Lovely, wonderful people. <laughs> We've been Hack the Dino. Uh, you can see us on all the things, but uh, rather than me list them out here, I thought you might as well go to our skill tree over at hackthedino.com. <laughs>
2: I love that that's caught on.
1: <laughs> Floppy, where else can they find you apart Yay. from hackthedino.com?
2: Can find me over at Floppy Plays Games on Instagram. Uh, I've been throwing up photos of uh, recent pickups, things I've been playing, stuff like that. Things I'm going to play one day. Uh, some cool, con- my last like some cool controllers has been sort of what's been happening lately. They got the Cyberpunk one the other day. That looks wicked. does it up- work.
1: Yes. Oh, that's nice. Unlike the game. That was, that was came out on the 360, right? That was a 360. <laughs> spe- I like the way that a special edition 360 controller for a game that isn't out on that console and isn't able to run on that console or the console that preceded it. That's beautiful. Anyway, yeah, yes. sorry, continue.
2: Uh, got the old uh, Skyward Sword controllers as well, which yeah, was very great good one. in there right now. Uh, picked up a copy of Hades the other week. Oh, yeah, and the <laughs> ugliest controller of all. It is, I hate it. Why'd you buy it? Because I hate it so much. I've never hated something so much that I needed it. That's fair. It's weird. I don't know why.
0: It's so strange. Uh,
2: it's ugly as sin. It should be burned, but I love it.
1: Well, you know. Someone has to. And
2: uh, there's a little token thing in there. So um, a couple of weeks ago, it was uh, Shark Week. So I celebrated by playing Maneater and watching Jaws. Have you
1: played the DLC yet?
2: <laughs> I haven't. i really got to go back to it. you got to stream that. Um, we played the Jaws board game and I wore my Jaws t-shirt. Mm. It It's great. Sounds awesome. Jaws. <laughs> that was jawtastic.
1: Mine was better. Yes, it was. Brayden!
0: Yes, uh, I get up to other things. Uh, We watch movies over on a podcast called Millennial Movie Talk. Uh, Myself and my friends, we sit around and chat about movies. And we uh, recently uh, discussed um, Old, uh, M. Night Shyamalan's latest flick.
1: Oh, how was that?
0: Uh, (coughs) It's divisive uh, and it's weird as shit. Um, Yeah. Let me guess, it ends with a real big twist. Apparently, no. Oh, and apparently that is the twist. Apparently, that's the twist. Apparently, the twist is there is, there is no twist. There isn't really ah, that ah, much of a twist. Uh, apparently, I haven't seen it myself. I don't. I can't see myself going and seeing it. Um, and then I also uh, in the most recent episode, uh, uh, McAller and I just watched the uh, original Oceans trilogy. Oh, so Oceans 11, 12 was shit, and thirteen.
1: I like them. They're
0: um, fun. Yeah, uh, one and one of three were great fun. I didn't realize they were comedies. Um, and oh,
1: they, like the way you said the original trilogy
0: the, and I have because you know, we'd already seen Oceans 8 yeah
1: you, you, was that the one with the uh, original cast like Frank Sinatra no, oh no D-Money? no no that's
0: Oceans 11 that's, from the OG that's yeah. the original
2: Oceans 11 well Frank when you Sinatra, said the OG Sammy I went, was...
0: oh you watched an old movie no but, no we didn't check that out
2: No, he's talking about the one with Sandra Bullock
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Julia Roberts oh God. and Sandra Bullock and uh, is it, was, was Central Brooklyn? I can't remember um, but yeah and then otherwise um, what was the other thing oh um, and uh, Suicide Squad uh, we just talked about Suicide Squad that episode will be going up on the YouTube channel soon but it is available on Spotify and Anchor um, and I just recently saw Suicide Squad me too and uh, I haven't it's absolutely batshit crazy
1: yay
2: it's so much dumb fun
0: Awesome. Uh, two, I love Dumb To Game Boy Dad in the chat, yo, where's episode 116? Uh, that was the second week of lockdown and it was on Zoom and Alex lost it. Good. So the audio is available but the video is missing. Oh, I lost it. Damn. Yeah. Great
2: fun. I like the old, I'm getting so much shade in the uh, in the, in the chat now. Get Anto back. Uh, next <laughs> guest appearance. Yeah, but it's pregnant. Anto
1: saying it so it doesn't really... <laughs>
2: that was Game Boy Dad but okay.
1: Oh, that's Anto as well. Clone accounts. <laughs> uh, I've got some things to plug. Uh... I've got another podcast that I do some research and talking for with my voice. Uh, You can see it over at Xbox Legacy Cast, where we talk about all the retro sort of things uh, that have to do with Xbox. We're talking about the OG Xbox for the first couple of episodes. I've just finished writing one on Psychonauts, which we're going to talk about soon. Uh, We're going to do Steel Battalion and that (sighs) big-ass... Yes, it's my grail item, is that
2: damn controller.
1: Yep. Uh, and lots of uh, other things coming up so you can go to gpn.gg that's the uh, the network that hosts it uh, or you can check out Xbox Legacy, Legacy Cast on all the things but if you'd like to head over to Instagram my little passion project is coming along real well uh, at Bad Game Arts can I just say you regularly disturb the shit out of me with these <laughs> things. These, these photos are great. Can you just bring them up? I
2: almost get nervous opening Instagram because I'm going to be <laughs> bombarded with one of these things.
1: Um, at Bad Game Arts, that's with an S at the end, uh, is where I just find all the really bad art from the 90s that appeared on game magazines and uh, appeared on game covers and just share them with the world. It, it's awful. It is just heart-rendering, so many bad eye-melting... Things. Badness. Here's my favourite one. There's a whole run of PlayStation 2 games based on the Disney uh, Animated Series and they've this art is beyond... Descri- How would you describe that art, Braden? I, um,
0: I would describe it as uh, Gmod made memes. Can
2: I say, I would describe it as purposely made to make you not want to buy the game.
1: Um, they uh, try and... What did I call them? I called them flimsy... flimsy games on the PlayStation 2 so we can see at the screen now a Peter Pan one. The uh, the CGI art, in quotation marks, is so horrible... Who's this? It's, it's your friendly parrot. Like, they've tried to use the colour scheme of... Uh, the Disney cartoons, but have made it so- look so generic and awful and horrible <laughs> that there's no way that they could possibly be sued. That
2: is real rough. Um, yeah, it's like uh, similar to, but legally different enough from.
1: What's up with with Bomberman's arm? And Bomberman aren't actually men in bomb suits. <laughs>
2: yeah, this Good. is bomb disposable man. That's what that is
1: oh man and that one there is uh, supposed to be Shinox being been frozen but I just said he looked like a ghost
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's Sub-Zero's he's, being haunted why is he a why is
1: he a force
2: ghost why
0: is Sub-Zero also Kratos
1: uh, no that's Sub-Zero's brother he ah. got that's uh, MK3 he got the scar down there because Scorpion thought it was um, the original Sub-Zero but then he, he uppercutted him with these thing. oh yeah look at Ryu's forehead why is his, wow it's he's huge. all of a sudden turned into Brainiac <laughs> and uh, that, that's your wood block uh, and
2: Guy had his hair carved out of oak
1: anyway it's a lot of fun I uh, I try to post two or three a day because there's just so much around but head on over to Bad Game Arts over on Instagram and also Twitter it's slowly growing I've got 50 followers in a week I thought that was pretty good it's not bad at all uh, yeah Follow, follow us on there. But if you'd like to follow us elsewhere, be sure to check out hackthedino.com. That's our skill tree where you can go and find all our things uh, such as our Discord, our Twitch, our YouTube. But now it's time for us to go and record the post-show slash Dino More all in one extravaganza where we'll be answering your questions. If you want to hear that episode, Head to patreon.com backslash dino and back us with some money and get extra stuff because it's good and we need... We've just bought new lights and a new camera. Thank you, oh, Patreon. Pokemon for that. cards. Don't forget the Pokemon cards. And Pokemon cards. cards. We'll buy some Pokemon cards. I actually got given some cards the other day. No, no. Give us Pokemon cards. One are worth money. post-show, I'm going to do a card unboxing thing that the kids
2: love. Me too. And I'll try and pronounce Pokemon names or I'll try and guess the names without looking at them, by Just looking at the pictures. Oh, we're
1: going to do that next show. Yeah. We're going to guess Pokemon names. Like... But screw And like Shattersaw. And Xanax. He's really a really sad Pokemon. Pretty sure that's, yeah, <laughs> isn't that a medicine? It's like Eeyore. It's me, Xanax. That's oh, awful. No. We're awful people. Yeah, that's not nice. Don't we listen should, to us. No. We're oh, I can't
2: people. wait to unbox Barocca.
1: I can't wait to cancel us.